0: Hey you guys, we gotta tell you about Brez Coffee Company. Made by gamers for gamers right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. No matter what your taste in coffee are, they got you covered. You like light or medium roast? Try the Necro Medium, Holy Grail Light, or Stamina Boost. I like the iCast Fireball mixed flavor, which is a fireball whiskey flavor. If you like dark roast, like I do, then try the Critical Dark or the cooslayer Slayer Mocha Roast can't decide what you need for those all night gaming sessions why don't you try one of their specialty sample packs all roasts are made with fair trade Colombian beans so stop buying that crappy coffee from the grocery store and head over to brezcoffeeco.com that's b-r-e-z-c-o-f-f-e-e-c-o dot com and enter the code n-c-r at checkout for 10% off your order amazing do you like this show and you want to help support us? Do you want extra episodes every month? Do you want ad-free versions of the show? Then you should sign up over at patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro and you'll get your very own RSS feed to put into whatever your podcatcher of choice is. And you'll be first in line for all extra content. So head on over and become a Patreon supporter of this very show. Welcome back to another episode of the Nerd Cave Retro Show. My name is Jason Robbins.
1: And I'm Derek Diamond. Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> you are not Derek Diamond.
1: <laughs> I am Wally Phelps.
0: Our official fact checker, Wally Phelps. So I had a, um, a bet earlier <laughs> with uh, uh, we were doing open micers and Kyla Grace was on. And, so, um, what you going
1: to lose?
0: Well, here's the thing she has a joke. <laughs> In our set about how uh, about the Goofy movie, and oh, she says that yeah. Goofy is a dog. Uh-huh. I say that Goofy is a cow, and he is we a need dog. the dog. Uh, he is not a dog, his first name was Dippy Dog. He is a dog, <laughs> so now I have to bomb a set.
1: <laughs> what did I say at the beginning of the conversation? What <laughs> you're gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> how is he
0: a dog? Pluto is a dog. What Didn't right? Goofy date a cow woman that looked like Goofy, but she was a cow because she had horns?
1: No, you're thinking of Clarabelle Cluck or Clarabelle Cow, uh, but she was dating Horace Horse Collar, which is a horse.
0: <laughs> that makes sense.
1: <laughs> right, none of this makes sense. <laughs> well, why?
0: How is Goofy. How is he a sentient being that can think and feel and speak and walk on two legs, but Pluto is not he's just he's a regular dog
1: well the way I look at it is this number one uh they're cartoon characters
0: I've realized uh, this
1: <laughs> number two uh the the kind of the canon of the whole thing is all of these characters are. Basically, actors who who are in these different scenarios. So Pluto is just a an actor playing a dog dog, while Goofy is an actor playing a a, a man dog.
0: I'll go and, to my grave thinking, uh, knowing that Goofy is a cow. I'm going to Google wanna... this.
1: <laughs>
0: is Goofy a dog or a cow?
1: I've never heard anybody call Goofy a cow before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Snopes.com. Here we go. Uh, Let's see. While some might argue that Goofy is actually a cow and not a dog, the popular cartoon character can most accurately accurately be described as a cartoon what? As a cartoon Cartoon. what? As a cartoon. As a cartoon. (laughs) Oh, I didn't see the period there. (laughs) I thought it they they left it off in mid sentence. Uh, he was modeled after a breed of Scottish cow. False. Like oh, that's false. Never mind. Uh. <laughs> you, just, you just debunked yourself.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, see, he's oh. adult, as, thought of as a dog with human features. Well, uh, I don't know. This isn't. Cl- Come on, Snopes.
1: Let me let me text Bill Farmer. Hold on. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who does the voice.
0: Ask him; he'll he can confirm or deny whether Goofy is a cow or a dog. I'm
1: sure he's done that before. You know what? No, I've heard. Um, I've heard an interview where he said that he he is a dog, but he is uh Goofy. he he he, he, he defies explanation. <laughs> because i mean whenever you look at goofy he's he's always the everyman character so it's not i mean it wouldn't make any sense for him to be any kind of animal really but <laughs> he's a dog
0: <laughs> well this is a great start to the show i've already lost a bet
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah well crap so how was your week <laughs>
1: Uh, better than yours apparently yeah it's going,
0: <laughs> going horrible now I have to go tank a set uh
1: it's been it's been going pretty good I mean I just uh
0: run up there like they, Seinfeld in that one episode where suspenders be like hey everybody who's ready to laugh <laughs> you should play a character you know okay just, I'll do no, that. you should
1: be goofy hi <laughs> <laughs>
0: that might actually be funny though <laughs> I have to tank be, a true. set. I can't do anything well, funny.
1: Well, crap. <laughs> but, um... Damn it. Yeah, it's been... Uh, I've been doing a lot of writing, doing a lot of... Uh, of um, Fortnite, like I always do. They have the new mode out, which is the Fortnite Imposters, And uh, my little girl loves it. Hmm. And so we'll get as many people as we could possibly get to get into a lobby, and we... Run around killing each other. It's wonderful. And, uh, Oh my God, my little girl does this thing where if she sees who does it, she cannot stop laughing. So we know whoever it is has got God
0: uh-huh. at that point. <laughs> it's like, Oh, who is it? <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Well, I'm going to have but, to play with you guys this week. So like right. we were talking about before the show, I finally put Fortnite on my PS4. So I'm able to play with you guys.
1: Well, the end of the season is Sunday at three. Um, well, so I'll start the
0: new season. I'll start Sunday right. evening. See,
1: that's a good idea. So, uh, well, we don't know when the new season is actually starting because the way they do it is there's always there's normally an event, and then something happens. We don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Yet. So uh, once the event is over, we'll know. <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> it sounds well, the
1: the way the story is, it, it's interesting because uh aliens have invaded the Fortnite island, and the IO, which is the people who run the island, are trying to get rid of the aliens who have invaded. And what they did was is they planted a giant bomb in one of the uh, points of interest, and when the mothership finishes abducting that point of interest the bomb will be inside of it and then it will be up to us to cause it to go off and that's what the event is going to be on sunday
0: so i I played a match the other day as soon as i got it on the ps4 and i tried to land on one of the the flying saucers and Mm. i missed it somebody else got it and then after i got my guns he came after me And I just started shooting, and I I blew up his cockpit.
1: (laughs) Well, that's actually a lot better than most people do. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Man, you should see the the videos I have on my YouTube page. uh, I have, I've decided to start putting fails in them as well. Mm -hmm. And I title every one of them, and and I'm at like saucer suck number eight now, (laughs) because You know, they they ruin the experience for us <laughs> a lot of times.
0: Yeah, well, we'll play, and uh, I'll start the new season with you guys, and uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll do a game night if everybody nice. wants to do a game night, and uh, we'll do imposters. That sounds fun.
1: Ooh, yes! Up to there's up to ten people, and uh, it'll be, and, and because there's voice chat in it, we don't have to worry about everybody having to figure that out.
0: Okay. Well, we've got a lot of news to get to this evening. You ready to move yeah. into the news? Let's do it. The top story tonight is from techraptor.net. New allegations surface in retro gaming auction controversy. Mm. Um, the, of course, everybody knows that the, uh, the, the YouTube video by um, uh, Carl Jobst. Um, came out what was last week or week before. Um, It was about an hour long video and it pretty much exposed uh, what was going on with uh, all this crazy um, auction stuff going on with all these Nintendo games. Um, Video alleges, among other things, that Wada Games president and CEO Dennis Kahn had colluded with Heritage Auctions co-founder Jim Halperin to manipulate the retro gaming auction market through the positive press and questionable ratings. These accusations led Heritage Auctions to release a statement on the retro gaming auction controversy. Uh, And I'm not going to read this whole statement. Um, Part of the apparent problem was that WADA secured a deal to work with Heritage Auctions to sell its graded games. A particularly unusual move since WADA is a relatively young company compared to other grading agencies on the market. Heritage Auctions' Jim Halperin sat on the advisory board of WADA, and that may have been a motivation for working with a grading house that didn't yet have a long track record of analyzing the quality of items. Both VGC and Kotaku reported on the accusations raided by Carl's Jopst, and Heritage Auction Statement may have brought an end to this saga, but all changed when a subsequent report was released with much more detail, and then the mystery deepens from there. Um... So basically, what's going on is this uh, what's his name? Not Jim Halpern, but the other guy, uh, Dennis Kahn. Kahn, uh, Kahn, uh, basically, over the last couple of years has been going to all these different uh, retro gaming shows, buying games from people on eBay, uh, lowballing people, buying up all these different games. And while that's not necessarily bad, he can do that. I mean, and you can do that, whatever you want
1: yeah do
0: it <laughs> but he's using Wada to grade the games and then sell them, and Wada has a um a policy that if you work for Wada, you can't have them uh you know grade the games and then turn around and sell them like that's not cool to do um and he was doing that even though he says that he's a silent partner in Wada and what's I mean, <laughs> the difference he's not a si- he is like part of the like not not the c e o but he's like part of he's a huge part of this company um that's that's
1: ridiculous
0: I, 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 and he's he's just trying to say that he's only a silent partner with wada but that's that's not the case um he's he's been colluding with all these different uh auction people to drive up the prices of these games and getting other people, other money people, uh, people that aren't necessarily into retro gaming, people that are into trading things like you know cards and uh, coins and things of that nature, to come into the retro gaming market, buy these games, drive the price up, sell the games, and then get out. And that's as close to insider trading as you can get <laughs> without being it
1: being an SEC violation
0: exactly so i don't know exactly you know i i've been kind of following this story over the last couple of weeks i don't know if necessarily what he did is illegal but it's definitely I, I don't unethical
1: i it is yeah it definitely is unethical because what it sounds like he's doing it's he's he's using his position in the company that basically determines what's valuable and yeah. what is not. And this Jim Halperin
0: uh, guy is the guy that did the same thing with uh, coins back in the 80s. There was a huge coin bubble. They, right. you know, And then it... it I remember it, it, that. And then it imploded at one point. Um, so basically, he's doing the same thing now with video games. And there's going to be a lot of people... Who are getting into this thinking they're going to make a ton of money, and this bubble's going to burst? Like this guy, Jim Halpern, has a track record of doing this. Coins in the '80s, I think he was behind a lot of the comic book stuff in the '90s. Like he
1: has. That I don't. I wouldn't blame any one person on, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. But Um, he's got
0: a track record of this doing this thing.
1: And Jim Halperin uh, is a name that many people are going to expect me to make an office joke from.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I can't I'm, the I'm same not thing. <laughs>
1: going to do that because I'm not a, as much of a hack as you think I am.
0: <laughs> and uh, let's see, there was something to do about Pawn Stars, too. Let me... Uh, one of the many interesting items raised was an appearance on Pawn Stars oh, wow. that is categorized by the report as a thinly-veiled advertisement for WADA. At the conclusion of the segment, shop owner Rick Harrison declined to purchase an offered game for a high price at the time, although he did note that he was aware of the market's rapid growth and was considering getting into it himself. So, this is just... best I can do is 300 bucks. Yeah, Exactly. This just whole thing just feels gross. It's felt gross to me Ugh. over the last year, year and a half that these prices have been skyrocketing and then over the last couple of months, I mean, Super Mario 64 sealed going for, you know, over a million dollars. Like that's just not right. normal. Anybody that's been in the retro gaming market for more than 10 minutes knows that there's probably hundreds of those out there.
1: Right. It's not like it it is the highest selling game for that console. There's not any game that you're going to purchase that more people have purchased. So it's not like (laughs) it's rare or particularly special in any way. I mean, it's, it's not signed by Morio himself. Yeah. Or anything. You know? I don't
0: get it. Like as N sixty four games are sealed N sixty four games, especially like Super Mario 64, dude, right. they're they're a dime a dozen. I, I just it's it's crazy. It is this bizarre. is bizarre. Yeah. This is bizarre, this whole thing. And you know, every day it seems like every week more and more shady shit comes out about this whole situation. And I, I'm just interested to see if the fe what is the is the FTC gets involved?
1: The, the, well, FTC could get involved. Yeah. Um, well, this isn't. Uh, and I said SEC earlier is a joke. That's a that's yeah, the college football. <laughs> well, no, the, it, there, there's also the Securities Exchange Commission. Which
0: oh yeah, is yeah, yeah. A, yeah.
1: Um, which is, which is the stock market. This isn't that. Yeah. So that was that that was the joke I was making.
0: But it's but, still sort of the same thing. I mean, you're. Basically, bilking people out of millions.
1: Right. This is more. This is more along the lines of a scam. Uh, it's a scam. Yeah. It, it's it's a pump and dump for the most part, which isn't a, 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 it, another um, another term that's mostly about stocks, but at the same time, that's what this is. Yeah. Over inflating the uh, market to uh, something that's not nearly as worth worth as much as you say it is and then immediately taking that money back out of it. Yeah. You know, it's it's ridiculous. Oh. Hold on. Okay. Okay, I've got to buy some more uh some more dogecoin. That's what I was just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but this and would no. be
0: sort of like if you're in the dogecoin uh you know, you're you're the CEO of dogecoin <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I am a dog. I am a doge. Trying Much nice, very, trying to, you know,
0: <laughs> pump and dump this stuff. It may not be illegal, but it's definitely highly unethical.
1: Uh, but let's move on to this uh next article from Armes Jackson on nintendolife.com which is uh I by this point we should be owned by the Yeah. Uh <laughs> Uh, two classic 90s games are being reprinted on SNES and pre-orders are open and I, I don't know if I would call them classics but Pico Interactive which you'll likely know for a strategy of hoovering up, hoovering up old gaming IPs to re-release them on old hardware has two more titles for your retro loving consideration both Gym Power the Lost Dimension and Stone Protectors Stone Protector.
0: I've never yes. heard of either of these games.
1: Oh, I have. Uh two games that were first brought to life in the 90s have been revived and restored for your buying pleasure. They're both available to pre-order right now over at Funstock, releasing on physical cartridges for SNES and Sega Mega Drive. Gym Power: The Lost Dimensions actually available on NES too. Let's take a quick look at each title, shall we? and i'm not going to go over this you can actually look at the nintendo life.com article but uh, there are it's basically the same type of thing you would expect from like a limited run Yeah. Um, type release with a soundtrack uh, release and a poster and all that kind of stuff standard and limited editions are going to be at 40 uh 44.99 and 74.99 respectively that's in pounds I don't know how that is. in It's yeah,
0: roughly the same.
1: <laughs> yeah. The limited edition comes with the physical game cartridge, limited edition box with special artwork poster with special edition artwork, CD soundtrack, colored instruction manual. You know, this is from the UK when they spell colored with a U. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, stone protectors is going to have a physical game cartridge DVD box set, which is the 13 episode series. That's how I know this one uh Hmm. colored instruction manual with cover art cardboard box with game artwork this had to be after
0: this had to be after i kind of left the super nintendo for computer gaming because i don't don't remember either of these
1: at 93 i mean it was very shortly i'd like two years into the end of the life cycle
0: it was around 93 when I got my first computer, so this might have been around the time I started to slowly leave the, the Super
1: Nintendo behind. See, I didn't play either of those games, though, because, you know, I am a uh, intellectual. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <clears throat> this next story also comes from Armez Jackson uh, from Nintendolife.com. Uh, Tales of Monsterland is yet another new Game Boy game, and it's getting a fancy limited edition. Uh, With rumblings that Game Boy and Game Boy Color titles are headed to Switch soon, now's the perfect time to report on the fact that we're getting another new Game Boy title. We just talked about one of these last week. JJ Games is set to release Tales of Monsterland, a platform title that seems to take inspiration from Sega's Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap which was remastered on Switch a few years back. Uh, You'll be able to order a physical copy of the game complete with instructions and box, but more exciting is the fact that a special Dark Edition version is also being made available, which comes in special limited edition packaging and will only be available in 50 copies. Pre-orders open on Saturday, September 11th. It will remain open for six weeks. Orders are expected to be shipped two weeks after. Um... Let's see. Uh, you'll get... Uh, it's presented in glorious green scale. Four magical forms to unlock. Find the hidden world. Suitable for all ages. Featuring a battery-less saving. No more lost saves or soldering irons. That's awesome. Uh, that is pretty awesome. You get a professionally created glossy box. Premium game cartridge with cartridge protector. Full color manual and stickers. This is what, actually what a nice little that? set.
1: So I can never forget. What's that? What date would that be, uh, so we don't forget?
0: Yeah, September 11th. Never forget. Oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> I will not forget this. This actually looks kind of cool. I like this box and everything that comes with it. Very nice looking.
1: Very nice. Very nice. Um, Rampage is talking about his uh, gateway computer that he used to have. Yeah. With I a whopping 256 megabytes of RAM. That's what mine
0: was. He we must have had the same one. I had a uh, a gateway uh, in 1993. That's
1: that what he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I didn't get a computer until later.
0: My but, very uh, first computer was a Commodore sixty four that we got in like eighty seven or eighty
1: eight. There is really neato. What kind of chip you got in there, Dorito?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but uh, leave it to Jacob Craig to bring my favorite <laughs> article of the <laughs> uh, oh, of the day.
0: Please stop oh, talking. Yeah. I hate autoplay. Oh. (laughs) Not you. Don't Uh, stop. Not you. Stop talking. The guy on the Okay. God, man. I'm (laughs) supposed to be
1: talking. But uh, Jacob Craig, who has, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) I think it's funny. There's a Pokemon Krispy Kreme collaboration revealed. And this is on the uh, comicbook.com. And basically, over the last 25 years, hold on a minute. (laughs) The... The autoplay video just popped up on mine. (laughs) Okay, over the last 25 years, Pokemon has inspired a number of food collaborations, many which have centered around breakfast. Hmm. From Pokemon cereal to Pokemon Pop-Tarts, there have been plenty of ways for fans to show their passion in the early hours of the day. So it makes sense that Krispy Kreme will be collaborating on a new crossover offering multiple donuts based on the franchise right now. Fans can order a 12-pack with six regular gra- glazed and six Pokemon-inspired designs, including two <laughs> Pikachu donuts, one Charmander, one Squirtle. I don't, I know don't if I want to eat
0: the squirtle. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> you bite into that shit. I don't uh, know if I want to eat Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur
0: either. That sounds kind of gross.
1: <laughs> I would like to put their take their Pokeball into my mouth. And an image of the donuts can be found below. Which, frankly. They are adorable. They look
0: great. I would eat those.
1: I I would eat them, too. I I would go first for the squirrel. I mean, there's Uh not
0: much Krispy Kreme could do to a donut that I wouldn't eat. They'll be like, oh, this one's filled with trash. I'm like, oh, give it to me.
1: While these donuts look very cool, there is a catch. They're currently available exclusively in Australia. But really?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What has Australia got that we don't?
1: Uh, the the constant fear of death no wait we have that too <laughs> only they have to worry about the animals we have to worry about the people yeah <laughs> Mer. Uh, but hey they got <laughs> it makes sense that they have Pokemon uh, Krispy Kreme because you know they got animals everywhere so you know it, it's like living in the K- Kanto region um,
0: this makes me want Krispy Kreme.
1: Yeah, and it's weird that it's from Jacob Craig, who is famous for having diabetes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he probably has uh, anything donut-related in his uh, Google alerts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's how we saw this. He wasn't even looking at gaming, dude. He was looking at donut, dude. Yeah. It's like, oh, look at this. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts is, oh, Pokemon Krispy Kreme. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm sure this is going to come to America at some point. I mean, why would it not?
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. I mean, how how come Australia gets all the squirt?
0: (laughs) I wonder if you eat it. It squirts, uh, juice out of it. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night. Hello, nurse.
1: Hello, nurse.
0: (laughs) And the last story tonight is from I am the rampage. Uh, this is from NBCLosAngeles.com. More than 1,000 arcade games are up for auction as Museum of Pinball <coughs> closes its doors. More than 1,000 arcade games, including a plethora of pinball machines dating back decades, are going on the auction block. This weekend and again later this month, the items will be sold off as the Museum of Pinball and Banning prepares to close its doors for good. The 40,000-square-foot museum will host live and online bids Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on the floor of the facility. Um, The nonprofit announced in July that because of the lengthy coronavirus public health lockdowns, its financial situation has turned dire and options have run out. Uh, There was an attempt to relocate the roughly 1,100 vintage pinball machines and digital arcade games to a venue in nearby Palm Springs. But the effort fell through, according to reports. That sucks. It that does. really sucks. Like,
1: <sighs> oh, there are my auctions. Let me see if I want anything. <laughs> see, <sorry>. if <laughs> I had money, I would go
0: bid on like one or two pinball machines just to give. If them I a
1: had money and room,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: A, see if they had an Adams Family machine.
0: Yeah, that's a great one.
1: Oh, it was a phenomenal! I don't machine. want
0: a Terminator Two machine. Oh, that's a good.
1: i back. This is yeah. wonderful, wonderful machine. Uh, a Twilight Zone machine would be nice too. I thought there was a
0: pinball uh, museum in Las Vegas as well. I have a feeling that uh, the Las Vegas Museum of Pinball might be getting some new machines. Maybe we'll see.
1: We'll see. I mean, not me because I'm not going. But I
0: love pinball.
1: Oh, anytime, I do too.
0: Anytime I see a pinball machine, I'm, I'm instantly drawn to it.
1: I'm thinking about, uh, I'm weighing my options as far as getting one of those, uh, what are they called, the arcade one-up pinball yeah. machines? Yeah. I, you know, yeah, I know it's just TV, but I saw a review for them, and they look amazing. I hear they're pretty good. So I'm I'm excited to try it out one day.
0: Yeah, me too. Hopefully, if I ever get extra money. Which yeah, nice. if, if expendable income would be lovely. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> uh, before we go into the review tonight, usually Derek does the shout-outs, but tonight I will take that mantle. Um, and these are our patrons that we love to shout-out every week because they keep the lights on here at Nerd Cave Retro, and we appreciate them so very much sure for do. that. Uh, we got AxeBlade07, Daniel Salmon, John Jekyll, a.k.a. Mixmaster, Hans Solo, Carlos Longoria, Staff Sergeant Sketch, Tyler Watson, who is the fact checker to the fact checker, Mr. Mm-hmm. Wally Phelps, uh, Brandon Rutledge, uh, Gus and Penny, Matthew Salmon, Randy Bailey, Joey Image, and Ron Johnson. Thank you guys for supporting the show. If you'd like to be a patron of our show, you can head over to patreon.com slash Retro, where if we stay above that $50 level, we do our commentary tracks every single month. And out right now, on if you're a patron, we just dropped Big Trouble in Little China just last fun. week. That was so fun to do. Uh, it'll drop for everybody else, I think, sometime next week. Um, but if you're a patron, you get it like two weeks before everybody else. And, and it's worth it. You get to pick what we do every month, too. I'm about to do a poll tonight on Patreon for uh, what movies you want us to do the, uh, this month. And uh, we got another good... Uh, no, we're not doing Three Amigos, Rampage. I'd love to, but it's <laughs> um, not not on the list yet. What is a
1: plethora? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love Three Amigos. I haven't seen that I movie. I do, too probably at least a decade maybe more. You have more. anything
1: other than Mexican food? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want to be a patron head over to patreoncom Retro. help us keep the lights on and also if you can't be a if you don't want to be a patron, you don't like patreon like some people, I know here on the show won't say no. i gave
1: you 15 dollars sir <laughs> i will give you 15 you can more.
0: support us on anchor.fm you can go subscribe to the show over on anchor.fm and give us money over there and you can send us voice messages so if you'd like to send us a voice message we will play it on the show and tonight i'm going to be talking about oh wait did i even put the new i didn't put the music in here never mind so we don't have any music i forgot <laughs> to do it <laughs> no, I
1: don't
0: know. <laughs> uh, tonight I'm going to be talking about Kingdom Rush. I can't believe I forgot to get the music. Uh, I must have been sleepy yesterday. Uh, I'm talking about Kingdom Rush. Uh, it's a game that came out a few years ago. It's a tower defense game developed by Ironhide Game Studio and published by Armor Games, released as a free Flash browser game on July 28, 2011 on the iPad on December 19, 2011. Android in May 2013 and a Unity port in January 2014 via Steam. Uh, It is a real-time tower defense game set in a medieval fantasy setting. And the reason I love this game so much is not only am I tower defense a sucker for tower defense games, probably my favorite game genre, but I love the artwork I love the way this game plays. I love the RPG elements of it. And the pop culture references are amazing. Uh, I've been playing Kingdom Rush and its sequel, Kingdom Rush Frontiers, over the last week. Uh, and I can't remember exactly which which game it's in. I think it's in Frontiers where there's a desert level where <laughs> you're out in the desert, but you have an over-off in the distance, you have a Bantha And then up in the cliffs, you have two uh, sand people who take pot shots at you and the enemy coming at you. (laughs) And then there's another one where you're doing, uh, where you're like at a, uh, I think it's the, it is, I'm trying to remember which game is which. I've been playing them both at the same time over the last week and a half. But one of them has (laughs) Indiana Jones. uh, And it's one of the final levels of the game where you're at this big temple in the desert, and uh Indiana Jones is kind of up on the the cliff, kind of just watching everything and every time something happens, like this big you know like uh, exclamation mark pops up top of his head like he's seeing something interesting. It's fun. do you like tower defense type games because if you're i think if you're a fan of things like um uh you know the pop cap type stuff like uh plants versus zombies. Yeah. things of that nature you'll really really enjoy this game
1: i can't remember the name of the game i used to play but there was one on xbox that i really enjoyed that had uh that was a tower defense game where it was very how do i put this you know you had to buy the units and things of that nature and you would put them out there trying to 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 destroy the, the castle before yours and all that kind of stuff and it, this game sounds very similar to that. I wish I could remember the name of the game. <laughs> well, it's one of those games
0: where you have different spots on the map where, and you start off each level with a certain amount of money, and then you put up your towers. You have, of course, your your uh, your fighters. You have your um, ranged, which are um, you know bow and arrow. Then you have your mage tower. And you have your heavy artillery towers that you can right. do. And of course, as you kill enemies, you also have heroes too in the game. Uh, the more you progress through the game, you get different heroes that you can level up. And uh, you actually in the first game you can't level up; they just kind of are what they are. Like some of them are more, uh, you know, hand to hand combat. Some of them are ranged. Like you have like an right. ice, an ice queen that freezes everybody in place. Yeah. And then you, the one that I prefer to use a lot is the, uh, there are two dragons. Um, uh, actually, no, the, uh, first game, the the one I like to use the most in the first game is, uh, the is a King that you use. And he's being carried around. He like, he's on (laughs) his throne and there's these little guys that carry him around everywhere. Like they're, you know, they're up on the poles or whatever and uh, he does he throws like turkeys and <laughs> he throws turkeys and uh, he also like <laughs> calls in artillery from off screen. He's like well, cool. and they you know these big t- artillery rounds come in and, and kill everything.
1: Well that's interesting. But well, you... I, uh, the name of the game I was thinking of was Castle Storm.
0: Oh, I never heard of Castle Storm. It's
1: it's it's a really good tower defense game on the I...
0: Xbox. I did play the very first. Uh, oh, what was it called? Uh, Orcs Must Die on ah, Xbox yes. 360. That yes, was a yes, really yes. good uh, tower defense game. Uh, and Rampage says I need to try Metal Slug Attack. Is that a tower defense game? I do not know. I don't know. I never, I, I never that played out. that one. Ah, I must try. He it. says there. it is. Yes, but I'm gonna get the the new, um, the new Kingdom Rush. Uh, that just released not too long ago. I'm going to get that this week. Uh, you can get these on. Uh, I play these on Steam, but they are available on the Switch. Which I don't know exactly how this works on the Switch, and I don't know <laughs> if I really want to try a tower defense game and like a handheld mode with a controller and not a keyboard and yeah.
1: mouse. <sighs> I mean, that does seem rather unwieldy. I mean, it, it worked on Castle Storm because it was a, um, it was designed specifically for it, you know. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know because you got to
0: do things so quickly. It just seems like it would be too unwieldy to have to use, uh, you know, analog sticks and buttons instead of, you know, point and clicking a mouse because you got to do things so quickly. Because like you can actually um you ha- you also have during each level you have uh like a a meteor shower that you can use that has like a 1 minute cooldown but each time you do a level you kind of le- get level up points and you can level up all your stuff you can level up each of your towers in between your rounds you can level up your soldiers you can level up your uh your uh, meteor attack and uh, you know, you also have other little fighters that you can put in that are mm-hmm. like two little extra fighters that you can throw wherever. Every it's like a, like a five or ten second cooldown. Um, you can level those up between each round, uh, and it's really fun because you have one, two, and three stars that you can get for each level. And right. the more stars you get, the more points you get towards leveling up. So. It gives you a lot of incentive to go back and redo levels to, uh, you know, like try to get those three stars. And, you know, I am talking about the first game, but I think if you play the first game, you're going to automatically want to play part two because part two is even better
1: than. I can't tell. There's four of them um, Kingdom Rush, Kingdom Rush Frontier. Kingdom Rush Origins and Kingdom Rush Vengeance.
0: Yeah, Vengeance is the new one that just dropped. Okay. not Too long ago. Uh, and they
1: are all included with the Play Pass. Uh, so yeah, yeah.
0: You, the, the Quake Pass on Steam. So if you get that, you'll get all the Kingdom Rush games.
1: It, the Play Pass also on Android. So it's oh yeah, the Play Pass. Because I I pay like two dollars a month and I get I get Play Pass. But it's, so I'm going to download
0: this. It's such a fun like it, it takes your attention, but it's also not uh intensive. I guess you'd say kind of a game. Like it's it's more like I can sit and play it and still like watch uh, you know, riff tracks or something <laughs> <You> know, or, <laughs> or mystery science theater because right. it doesn't take your total attention until you get like later in the game when things get crazy. Because um, Sweet Mother of
1: Abraham Lincoln.
0: on Kingdom Rush Frontiers, which is the sequel, um, i finished both of these games over the last two weeks. Um, I've three-starred everything and gotten everything unlocked. Uh, and Kingdom Rush Frontiers, which is part two, just dropped a new game mode this last week Ooh. where it's uh, you have two new maps that are endless. Endless? Yes, and that... Really gets me because there are times when I'm playing these maps and I'm just like, ah, I wish it would just keep going. And yeah. they've got me. They got me by the short and curlies with the endless <laughs> with the endless levels. Because now This has been
1: brought to you by Manscaped. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you did <laughs> And on, on
0: Kingdom Rush Frontiers, they just added a new store on there. And not a store like you don't spend money, you spend gems to get Uh, cool stuff to use during those endless fights. Like you earn gems by playing the game and uh, you get like, you know, this huge uh, it's called like big boy bomb or something. It's like a thousand gems. And if you use it, it wipes everything off the map. in one, one swipe, you can get uh, extra money, like bags of like 500 coins. Or if you're running low on money during a, a match and you want to upgrade some of your towers, you can just dump that 500 gold into the game. You got dynamite you can put in the game. Uh, there's a, a ice wand you can use and it freezes everything in, on the screen in place. So, and then it all costs Emerald, like the, 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 the gyms, but it's not like you don't have to spend actual real money. The only way to get the gems is to play the game. So the more you play it, yeah, the more gems you're going to get and you can go back into the store, buy all the stuff you need and then go back and you can play it. Like what I did was I played a couple of rounds of the endless, um, endless uh, games and then went back and three starred all the the maps that I, you know, I couldn't get past two stars on just by using some of those extra things that you get from from using the gems.
1: Nice. Your infinity stones.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're a, if you're into pop culture references and you're into really cool uh tower defense games, it it's well worth the money uh, to get the Kingdom Rush games. I love them very very much. I've had Kingdom Rush and Kingdom Rush Frontiers for years, but I haven't played them in a while. And I went back these last two weeks and just completely started a whole new campaign and finished both games over the last two weeks. Like I, I got kind oh, of, obs- I got kind of obsessed for, for for the last two weeks. Just one more level. Yeah, it's how it is. It's just like. Just one more turn. Just one more map. Just one more, you know. Like, oh, I got two stars on that. I was so close. I need to do it again and get three stars. Like, I think if I put this tower here instead of this one, I think I'll be able to... Because you'll you'll start to learn the maps and where most of the enemies are going to come from. And you're like, alright, right, well, what can I put here that's going to work the best on this type of map? Because you've got different type of enemies for the different areas of the map. Like, you've got you know, you got your desert level, which you have a lot of like, you know, like a lot of wizards and things like of that nature. Uh, and then you go to uh, like kind of water, like beach levels where you have like, you know, uh, like aqua men, <laughs> like weird, <laughs> like Naga, things like that coming in. Um, and you can use your different heroes that are, that are specialized in different um levels like that like they have halloween themed levels like i like playing one where the the headless horseman keeps running in there's a bunch of you know rundown buildings and cemeteries and stuff where zombies are coming out and i like to use the there's a an undead dragon and kingdom rush frontiers that i love using on those levels because he's just he's so op like it's ridiculous wow And you have to fight, like, ghosts and things like that. And you have to use certain towers against certain things. Like, the ghosts that come through, nothing else hurts them but the mage towers. So you're like, all right, well, on this level, I need to have more mage towers than anything. Because there are so many, like, ghosts that come in that, you know, can't be hit by anything but the mage towers. (laughs) So it's a lot of uh, strategy, but it's very fun, easy to get into strategy, you know, like it's not like trying to play like Sid Meier's civilization or something like that. It's not, you know, it's not too in depth or too deep. There's just kind of that surface level where it just kind of hits that pleasure center of your brain where you're just like, Oh, I love this. I need to play just one more, just one more round.
1: I think if I do it one more time, I'll make it.
0: Yeah. So, if you're a fan of like PopCap, you know, like uh, those PopCap type games like that, like Plants vs. Zombies and that sort of art style of the PopCap games, I think you'll really enjoy Kingdom, the Kingdom Rush games.
1: I already downloaded it, so I'm gonna play it.
0: Are you what are you playing it on? My phone. Okay, yeah, that should work. I think a touch screen would work pretty well. Maybe that's how it works on the Switch. Maybe they use a lot of touch screen functions. (laughs) <laughs> I might have to get it on the Switch just to see how it works, but I think you'll enjoy you. it a lot.
1: I, I think I probably will too. I've been looking for something to just you know that I can sit down and play with myself and uh and the you know when I when I'm in doctor's offices and things of like that nature.
0: <laughs> but I, honestly, just playing it on Steam, um, you know, I got to give these games, the Kingdom Rush games, uh, at least the first two games. They're going to get solid 10s from me because I don't nice. see much wrong with them. The, the pop culture references are great. The gameplay is great. You know, it's it's just that it's, if you like tower defense, it's very easy to to get into. And they're very fun games. So I highly, highly recommend them. And that's all I got to say about Kingdom <laughs> <laughs> But it's pretty much playable everywhere. If you whatever you want to play it on. I mean, it's on iOS, Android, uh of course Steam, Linux. You can play it on Mac, Nintendo Switch, it's everywhere. Samsung smart refrigerator. Yeah. You could probably play it on your Kindle, uh your <laughs> your Casio uh um watch from 1982. <laughs>
1: A uh, Texas Instrument T800. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, you pretty much play it everywhere. But yeah, that's um, that's all I got to say about Kingdom Rush. I just I really enjoy uh, tower defense type games, and this one just totally scratches that itch. And there's another cool one actually on the Switch that you might enjoy. It's called Not Another Zombie Defense Game that I got not too long ago. <laughs> That one's pretty fun too. Of course, it's a little more interactive because you're running around with a gun. You know, like di- uh, different see. guns, but it's not kind of like sort of that sounds set. like the
1: more recent uh Plants versus Zombies games because yeah. they are they're three D, you're running around and setting up uh setting up yeah. ordnance and
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: shooting things. So yeah, I, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the Kingdom
0: Rush is a little more passive, where you just kind of set everything, and then click go, and then...
1: Like you know, set it and forget it!
0: And you just sort of see how everything plays out, and then you kind of upgrade your stuff as you go, you know, but with the not another zombie defense, it's sort of like, you set everything in between rounds, and then... Whatever happens in that round happens, <laughs> and then you he dies. He dies. Yeah, then you have to either <laughs> you know repair everything or put up new new uh, defenses and things of that nature. It's a little more a little more interactive and hands on than just kind of a passive uh, tower right. defense. But they're both fun though, especially if you're a tower defense sort of lover like I am. They're all good. I love all tower defense games. I don't think I've ever played a bad tower defense game.
1: You heard it here first, folks. We're never reviewing another tower defense game. Because
0: <laughs> I'll give because it a Because Jason loves them all.
1: <laughs> That's true. He, they are all his children.
0: They're all my children. But, yeah, I'm going to play the new one uh, this week. I'm going to get it this weekend. And uh, probably, um, you know, not do anything else except play. Sit here and play tower defense and watch riff tracks. On Twitch, <laughs> my <laughs> new I favorite thing.
1: That, uh, my TV has a Rift Tracks channel built into it, so literally whenever my console gets turned off or something of that nature, and I forget to turn off the TV, Rift Tracks happens. Is it an app? It, it, it's it's built into the TV. Mm. I'm telling. you. Yeah, my
0: TV has a Rift Tracks. Because uh, uh,
1: Samsung has free TV on it. And one of the channels is Rift Tracks, and I just leave it there. Hmm, it's great.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah, because I get Rift Tracks one of two ways. I either put on Pluto or put it on Twitch.
1: Yeah, mine. I don't have to do anything. It's just on my yeah. TV.
0: <laughs> and if you don't like Rift Tracks, what is wrong with you? <laughs> As a matter of fact, they're doing another live uh, Fathom event in October. I think it's the twenty. 25- Fourth or somewhere October seventeenth, somewhere around there, uh they're doing Amityville Four. Oh wow! I want to go see.
1: Uh, my little girl. Uh, we watched is grass corn. <laughs> I mean, is corn grass? I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Is corn grass? And at the end of it, she, she was laughing throughout the whole thing, and at the end of it, she goes. Yeah, they never answered the question is <laughs> corn grass <laughs> I had to google it I'm like I don't know <laughs>
0: oh my god I was watching riff tracks on twitch last night and they played this movie called rotor
1: oh yes oh,
0: I think that's my favorite riff tracks yet
1: <laughs> that movie's
0: so bad it's so bad Right. I mean, all of the movies they watch are bad. He's are Rotor! Much. Rotor! <laughs> 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 it's sort of like, what if uh, you mashed together <clears throat> Terminator and uh, um, let's see, Terminator and Robocop made it really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And that was the have, pitch to the studio. Yeah, and then you have Rotor.
1: If, if, if we made RoboCop and the Terminator. And
0: did it. But
1: half-ass
0: it. But make it on $20,000. No, 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 no. no.
1: <laughs> we quarter-ass <acid. laughs> it.
0: Uh, I love Rift Tracks so much. Like I, I don't know. I, I, I can't stop watching it lately. It's like my favorite thing on the planet right now why i can't when i whenever I'm working here at the computer, like that's what I have to do, like after this is done and I'm editing up the podcast, i'm going to be watching riff tracks on Twitch
1: that's pretty funny
0: yeah but we're going to go ahead and call it a night. What do you say?
1: That sounds good to me.
0: It was lovely having you here, Wally Thank you for it uh, was thank you for filling in for Derek
1: you're very welcome. I am not nearly as handsome, but I appreciate <laughs> you having me on.
0: And uh, th-
1: don't forget, you guys, I did
0: a post today, earlier today, on Twitter and in our um, Discord. We're doing our giveaway next week that we teased back when Derek was a regular on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guest do- starred. Yeah. Derek <laughs> we're doing our giveaway next week, but you have to be a patron to be in the running. Um, we're going to put everybody's name in a hat, and I'm going to draw it, and you're going to get uh, Monsters Anonymous. Like what I'm wearing right now, if you're watching on YouTube or Twitch, you get a Monsters Anonymous t-shirt, uh, a poster signed by cast and crew, and a script signed by cast and crew. You also get a Parker Syndrome uh, poster signed by cast and crew, and you get a bag of Brez coffee. So. I thought you
1: were about to say a bag of bricks.
0: <laughs> and a, a bag changed Change the B-R to D. <laughs> 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 uh, uh you get a you get a bag of uh let's what what can, bag of pudding. You win a bag of pudding from the nerd cave. Bag of tapioca pudding from Nerd Cave
1: Retro. Tapioca pudding, yes. Yeah, not <laughs> only just, the finest.
0: Only the finest tapioca it's, pudding.
1: That's right, that we could we could find <laughs> equate tapioca pudding. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, which doesn't even make. <laughs> they right.
0: started for us. We're getting dumb now, so we need. To... <laughs> <laughs>
1: getting dumb.
0: Getting dumb. We're there. Uh, well, uh, where can people find you on the interwebs, Mister Wally Phelps?
1: Uh, I am the real big wall everywhere on uh, Twitter, on uh, YouTube, on Twitch. Uh, The only place I'm not the real big Wally is Facebook, where I am at Wally is funny.
0: Fantastic. And if you like to play Fortnite, please follow Wally on Twitch and uh, add him as your gamer friend for Fortnite. Yes.
1: And here's the thing though. We, you have to build rapport with me before we play with you because we had really bad experiences before. Okay. Well, if you'd
0: like to be a part of our community and, and get in on all of that stuff, head over to our discord, which you can find on Twitter. Go to up at the very top. I set an unexpiring link to our discord on our, uh, on our, tw- our Twitter. So just go to the Twitter page at Nerdcave retro and uh, join our, tw- our discord community. Over there. And things are settling down, too. Now the fall's about to be here. The uh, baseball season's almost over for Derek, so we're going to start doing game nights again soon, especially in the uh, the fall and winter months, which will be fun. What do you say, Wally? You ready to get I out of I say it'll tonight? be
1: fun also, and I am ready to go.
0: Yes, let's do it. Uh, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com. <clears throat> We're at Facebook at slash nerdcaveretro, Instagram and Twitter at nerdcaveretro, <clears throat> at jfunktastic, at Derek underscore diamond, and of course at the real big wall. Go get our merch at ncrmerch.com, where right now we got a 35% off sale going on, you get your t-shirts Your mugs, your face mask Your computer bags, whatever you need uh, Or you can go over to patreon.com Slash retro Throw us a couple bucks a month to keep the lights on And we will keep doing those commentary tracks for you And if you can't do that, can't support us Leave us a review wherever fine podcasts are sold So Wally, please tell them what it's all about
1: Live long and smoke meats
0: yes.